All righty, boys. It's a new year, new and Valentine's Day all wrapped up into one. Make sure that you are primed going into these lovely seasons, the love season, with your nut care. I've got the wood. Danny's got the jocks uh, with the comfy nuts, carts. You've got bear nuts. You've got bear butts, I believe, on the way. It's primed. I love it. Uh, they are beautiful and awesome supporters of us. 10% off when you go to their website uh, with the code Any Given Sunday, as all of our sponsors are. Uh, they are recently, I believe, voted the number one uh, nut care, well, the nut, number one uh, pubic hair removal cream, bare nuts. So make sure you get around them. Uh, nut care is revolutionizing men's grooming. So 10% off with the code Any Given Sunday. Oh, I didn't push this well. I didn't push this well. Crown 45! Crown 45! Hot, 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 hot! By now, we'll be able to get the interior. I guess it's not in the studio anymore. You, you were listening to Any Given Sunday in Australia. Guys. <laughs> Up and to the right, as I did uh, with most of the things. Yes. Hello and welcome to the Any Given Sunday Australia podcast, the number one podcast in two studios, three households, and a fellow Australia head office, Gridiron Australia head office, on the Sydney Harbour in a boat, uh, and anywhere that you'll be watching this weekend's Super Bowl. It is Super Bowl weekend. We are stoked. So happy to be here. It's it's come around relatively quick, but taken a long time at the same time. Joining us, as always, in a very, very sweaty basement. As you can tell on the screen. Warm down here. The ever-reliable TC24 at Tim Cardi, AGSAU, mate. You are spritzing. I'm leaking. It's hot. <laughs> the sun beating straight on the window. Um, and I've just been doing a bit of rushing around, getting some stuff organised for the kids. So, yeah, I'm running a little bit hot. Yeah. No, that's all right. You run your best when you're spritzing, though, so I love it. Sure. Joining us, as always, is our junior boys turned senior boy. Going into Super Bowl number two for him. At Danny Webb, AGSAU. How are you, mate? Oh, mate, I am doing well. Boy, have I done some research for this episode, which I was not planning on doing, but I'm feeling good. It's time we win some money, baby. I think we're just literally just going to give the reins over to you at some point. So This will be Danny's episode. I'm looking forward to it. Soon enough. Uh, thanks to those joining us live. You can get around if you have any bets. Make sure you let Cards know who's always keeping across that. We do have some news to get across first. Uh and it's, as always, brought to us by our good friends at C2C Rare Threads. As you can see, you can get 10% off by just signing up on email, but you also get 10% off by using our code any given Sunday. These guys are grouse. Have all the best gear. I believe they've just got a massive influx of gear too. So make sure you check these guys out. It changes every week, uh, but the entire episode is brought to you by these guys. So we're making money thanks to these guys. We're going through the MVP awards to start with because they've all just been named, boys. I don't know how far across it you all are, but we're going to go through the main ones. Uh, we'll start at the bottom. Um, comeback player of the year. Uh, Joe Flacco was the winner, which, Danny Boy, I know you had a couple of comments because I, I think a lot of people were a bit, uh, you know, DeMar Hamlin died and came back, and is that enough to get it? Obviously not. Joe Flacco just beating out DeMar Hamlin and Baker Mayfield, which I think is actually a nice little spot there. But what are your thoughts, Danny Boy? Yeah, so Joe Flacco took a Browns team that was, like, going absolutely nowhere, like, you know, took the reins off to Sean Watson and then took him to the playoffs. And that's why, yeah, I'm not going to spoil it, but that's why they got the coach of the year and the comeback player of the year. Like, they got they got the double-double. <laughs> they got the double-double on that. 
Tamar Hamlin, obviously amazing what he did, and it was so good to see him back on the field this year. But I don't really think he had enough playing time to really warrant this award. Whereas at least Flacco, you know, he came in. He was on the couch, man. He wasn't even – he wasn't on a practice squad. He wasn't doing anything. He came literally off the couch being like, yep, cool, I'm good to go. And then took a team to the playoffs. That deserves the award. Tamar yeah. Hamlin, massive props for you as a human being to be back on the field within season one. But I think you'll see his improvement this next season. Yeah, so as you mentioned, they did win coach of the year as well. Kevin Stefanski just getting the job done over D'Amico Ryan's. Joe Flacco did come from a Jets team, which a lot of people have said is as good as being dead. So that's pretty much the same thing. Uh, Do you think Domingo Ryan's was a bit stiff? Or? That was pretty good. Yeah, uh, I'm a bit more not upset. Upset's too strong a word, but more surprised um, about the coaches, uh, the coach of the year. But talking about the comeback player, it's like the the wording of it. It's it kind of needs to separate the guys coming back from injury or death. And the guys that are um, coming back maybe from a bit of time off or like we're, you know, back up for a little while, like Gino uh, kind of last year, Gino situation, that sort of thing. Guys that aren't... Is there a career instead it's of... It's almost like you need... The comeback is kind of more you're coming back from some sort of injury. I don't know, maybe adversity, something's happened. You, but and then comeback is more of like the guys... Oh, sorry, the most improved, sorry. But then, I don't know, improved has its own <laughs> sort of like negative like kind of kind of kind of or stigma attached to it so it's hard i think they need to just figure out the wording of it better or maybe like try and separate the injured guys from the guys like your flaccos and your genos that are kind of just elevated their own game or come back from the couch kind of thing so i think that's where it sits with me and we've all kind yeah. of just brushed over baker mayfield being up there in the top three like you're deserving so but mind you probably you should have been playing at that level for a long time being a number one draft pick after all yeah uh, the interesting stat with that one, DeMar Hammond, because it's first, second, and third, they give one, two, three, and it's votes. I think it's five, three, one or something for those. DeMar actually got the most first place votes, but Flacco got more votes overall. So mm. interesting one there. Uh, the Houston Texans have done what the Jets did last year and went defensive rookie and offensive rookie of the year with Will Anderson Jr. on the defensive side and CJ Stroud which just shows that they are up and to the left, as we all think. We won't even talk about that one. I think that's pretty well self-explanatory. Defensive player of the year, Miles Garrett. Uh, a lot of people think TJ Watt, who had better stats in pretty much across the board, but Miles Garrett taking away the award. Danny, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I was big time on the TJ Watt bandwagon for that one. I feel like he just uh, he did a lot more. Like, you know, there was talks... Talk to him, comparing to his brother and stuff like that, which is like massive compliment out there. So yeah, I, I just yeah found that one a bit tough. That was a tough pill to swallow. Cats, do you agree? Yeah, I agree. I I, I had TJ as kind of the runaway leader. Uh, he, he obviously was the sack leader, and Danny said he was ahead in a lot of other stats and stuff. But Miles Garrett, obviously awesome and amazing player. But uh, yeah, I just had TJ in front for that one. It was them two well out in front, 165 and 140 points, and then Micah Parsons on 89. So it was one and two, but, yeah, he did just get the nod in the end. Mm. Offensive player, I don't think we need to talk about this one very much. Christian McCaffrey was run away. He had 100, nearly 100 points more than anyone else. So that one's pretty obvious. Uh, the MVP, Lamar Jackson, 493 points. Dak Prescott second with 152. Wow. That's as runaway as you're going to get. 
There um, was only one person that didn't vote him first place, and it went to Josh Allen. The other 50 people voted him for the first. That is crazy. I didn't know that how much of a landslide it was. Like, we were talking pretty early on that it was going to be, like, you know, as soon as Philly started to fall off the cliff, <laughs> let's, be, let's be real, like, because Hertz was the favorite for a long time, just on purely on the fact that they were winning, not because he was playing well. Uh was for the favorite. As soon as they started falling off the cliff, it was all it was the March show from then on out. So it was it was pretty clear that he was going to get on. I, I don't know what he would have closed at. It was probably like a dollar five favorite to <laughs> to close the votings. But I uh, did not expect him to win by that much. But it's huge, huge for him. Couldn't get the job done in the playoffs. They could, yeah. Uh, MVP means nothing really when you're sitting on the couch. Well, it's, it's, out of ring. it's based off all obviously just regular season games. So he's a regular it's season MVP. So. Yeah. Okay. But no, well done. Congratulations to all the winners. Uh, before, you all... Move, before you move, D'Amico was absolutely robbed as coach of the year. Surely we all think that. But I also, and I, I don't want to, um, I know what you're going to say. You know, I've got my Green Bay hat on that I'm a Green Bay through and through. But no. it's gone through the votes. with Have a rookie... your head? Not yet, no. <laughs> coming. It will I come. Should. It looks looks like it. Um is Matt Fleur, Lafleur? He did not even get a vote. Good. Is he at any like? Not even one. I feel like with a rookie QB, the youngest offense in the league, and to make and win a playoff game, surely he deserved a vote. I, I will give you a, a little bit of chocolates here, and like he has kind of since the Aaron Rodgers era, like they have kind of changed the team. It's a whole different team. So, yeah, what he's doing, and like, yeah, like you said, with the crop of young guys, he should have got a bit more recognition. So, not to get, not to even get a single vote, a little bit rough, I think. Um, but that's as much as I'm willing to give you. To me, you are. I still, I do agree with you. D'Amico Ryan's absolutely Rob. Look, yeah, he was the cream of the crop. Kevin Stefanski did amazing things with a shit team, but it would have been a great second place. Exactly. It would have been a worthy second place. Yeah, I think it's just the, the storyline behind it, behind the Browns and, uh, and like, you know, losing. Sean wants to come back, losing him again, having a QB come off the couch, rah, 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 all yeah. that sort of stuff. It creates, like, obviously, if you don't have a solid coaching foundation, you're not going to win games, you're not going to get to the playoffs. I think yeah. that's where the voting came from. Yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, let's get on to what we are all actually here for. Cards, we'll let you get it started. We have some bets. We're going to win some money as the fam. What are your thoughts? What are your bets going forward into this week? So we'll just roll through sort of our same game multis and then we'll have a look at the novelties after that. Um, so I've just gone a nice, simple four-legger. I've just kept it simple. There's a good little bit of value here. So I've gone anytime touchdown for CMC. Obviously, you chuck him in there. It's nice to just get a green tick. You're probably going to get one early. I've gone the 49ers defense for an anytime. That's given me a little bit of value there, but I think... I think the boys are just going to, there's going to be a little, I could just see like a strip fumble or something. They're just going to pounce on it. Six points. Uh, and I've gone just both Mahomes and Purdy for 200 yards each, 200 yards plus each. And that has run me up to $19.25 value. So just for those four legs, getting nearly close to 20 bucks worth of value there. So That is juice. That is real juice. A little bit um, juicy. My one, I went a little bit, I didn't do a multi, but I found two individuals that are quite juicy um, that I think the way that the game's going to be run, I think they are very much a, a good chance. Oh, it's going to be a tight battle. And I know we haven't seen it for umpteen amount of years, but will the game go into overtime? I've got it for a yes at $9.50. Yeah. 
I think it's going to be that tight. And as soon as I saw not, it was a dollar oh five for nine fifty. I was like, bah, I'm taking that nine fifty every day of the week. I think it'll be a tight battle between uh, the running game because both teams have had teams run up on them um, in the two games leading up to the Super Bowl. Both teams had plenty of rush yards on them. Uh, you know, my Packers and Detroit on San Fran, and the Bills ran up heaps, and the Ravens were yards per rush were up there, but they, they just didn't rush. Um, so I think it's going to be a huge rushing game. So I've gone with either running back to win MVP, and even that's at five bucks. So I think those two nice little juicy ones for the fam. Danny, you've got a massive sit back and relax, and you've gone deep. So what have you got for us, mate? Happy. You can tell I had this weekend off work. So, uh, boy, I, I don't deep. <laughs> uh, I've just got a little five-legger same-game multi, but I'll go into the reasons why for each one afterwards. I've got Mahomes over 25.5 rushing yards. McCaffrey over 89.5 rushing yards. Kittle over 50-plus receiving yards. Debo Samuel over 4.5 receptions. And our man Kelsey over 6.5 receptions. That is also paying $19, which for the reasons I'm about to run through, seems ridiculously too high. So I'm on, I'm on the cast bandwagon with a nice little juicy one here. Uh, so for Mahomes, he has rushed for 29 plus yards in each of his three Super Bowl appearances. So to me, that's already a green tick. He loves mm-hmm. to scramble and he'll definitely be using his feet like you know, to extend plays, especially against his 49ers pass rush. Because I think that 49ers defense is going to be elevated, forcing Mahomes to have to scramble and run. McCaffrey, well, I feel like we all know that he's going to hit probably over 90-plus anyway. He's hit 90-plus in his past eight out of 10 games. And if the 49ers are going to win like I've tipped them to, he should smash this. And also helps you, T-Mac, you know, for the MVP. He needs to get over that 90-plus mark anyway. Uh, Kittle, he's been the number one target against any blitz this year. Chiefs blitz on 33% of the plays. Kittle has played... So well against blitz-heavy teams this year. So the Bucks and the Vikings are two of those teams. The Vikings, he had five receptions for 78 yards. And the Bucks, he had eight receptions for 89 yards. So either way, absolutely smashing that 50-yard mark that I had him at. Debo. So Debo was targeted 27% on all of his routes during the playoffs so far this year. He's had six receptions in the championship game and five in the previous matchup. So just to have him at four and a half, it's almost safe at this point. Because you know our boy Brock's going to be looking for him almost every single time that he's running. And then Kelsey. How can we go past Kelsey? So he's just at six and a half is what the line's at. So I've got him over. Like, you know, vintage Kelsey has been back this postseason. He's had 23 receptions so far in the three playoff games. 11 last week. And then if we just look back at these past previous three Super Bowl games, he's had 22 catches in those three games. Niners as well, they give up more targets than most against tight ends. So eight targets per tight ends with an average of 5.5 receptions. So Kelsey and Mahomes just having that connection should definitely get above that six and a half. I can't stop losing. That's, that's, that's just free absolute free money. Well done, mate. I love how in-depth that was. That was that was beautiful. Karts, you've got some of our interesting, more novelty. That was just again, props, Danny boy. That was incredible. I'm also going to put that bet on immediately yeah. <laughs> as soon as I get off here. Uh, so, some of the more novelty markets you can look at, and there I'm just having a look at the points bet ones. Everyone will sort of have the similar sort of stuff, but they've actually got a nice big section of just Taylor Swift props. So, 
you can bet on it's, it's amazing. You can bet on things like will Trav propose after the game? Is uh, Andy Reid going to mention Tay-Tay in his winning speech at the end? Uh, will Taylor be shown at halftime during the yeah. halftime show? Will Usher perform a Taylor Swift song? Um, <laughs> Why? So actually, some good ones. Like a lot of the, a lot of the, um, <laughs> a lot of them are pretty clear cut. Like no, like Will Trav propose to Tay is like paying ten dollars yes, a dollar for no. So like you can kind of load up on the, on those if you got a if you got a you know a spare meal lying around or something like that. <laughs> just chuck that on a little bit of value there for that. And then uh, we roll into the national anthem. That's a that's a fun one. It's like length of the anthem. The over under is ninety and a half seconds. I would. Um, I probably should have uh, gone deep like Danny and gone back, say maybe the previous five Super Bowls and looked at the over unders and seen what they actually hit there. But a uh, dollar eighty seven, obviously on the line there, over unders. And then you just got the her first coach to be shown, first QB, and. Uh, which player is shown first. And that's just a Kelsey McCaffrey head-to-head there. And then finally, we've got the halftime show props. So um, Asha, just last uh, last song performed, special guest performer. We've got Lil John, favorite at a dollar two, Ludacris, Will I Am, and Post Malone uh, are the top four options there. The, what have we got? What's our uh, Madonna? is uh, a sneaky 23 bucks. Miley Cyrus, 21. So... Be some interesting, um, interesting collaborating. Tay Tay's paying six bucks to jump out there, so I don't know. I can't see a mid, mid international. Is it errors on her errors tour? I don't know if she's going to jump in halftime. I think she's just going to be enjoying the game. So I wouldn't be putting any money there. And then uh, is Usher going to debut a new song and number of songs performed in the halftime? So just some of the the novelty markets there. Obviously, then you, there's your standard like your Gatorades uh, and all those sorts of things, and like you know first person to get mentioned in the winning speech and things like that. So, uh, yeah, there's a few fun ones getting around. You can find a little bit of value in, in, in the novelty markets what, there. You, you're on the points, but I've got Sportsbet up here. What do they have for the Gatorade? It'd be interesting to see what the markets are differing. So they don't actually have one uh, oh. that I can see stand by. Well, I'll go through mine then while you're looking. So Sportsbet have got orange as the favourite of three bucks. Red, pink, three fifty. Yellow, green, four. And then which I the reckon purple. orange was the favourite last year. Yeah, points bet don't have the Gatorade market, which is a shame. So jump on sports bet there for that one. Yeah, purple at five, blue at six, and then clear or water at eight fifty. I feel like that's a bit of a smelly one at the back end, but nah, you want some colour. Yeah, it's got to be purple, doesn't it? Like, let me <laughs> let me put my conspirator hat on for a second. I'm feeling Just, blue. Because you, you were saying the Super Bowl logo, it had to be a red and a purple team. That's why you picked the Ravens and the 49ers. But both teams are red. But red and purple. you got to feel like, and with, 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 you know, throw back to our mate Greg, the, the water boy at, at the Chiefs. you got to think, what an easy market to rig. Yeah. He knows what's in he knows what's in the tubs. Just make them all blue. If the Chiefs are winning. Oh. Do you have a direct line to Greg? I do. Ooh. That's just for me, though. Always got boots on the ground. Yeah, yeah. Ah, nice, nice. Uh, beautiful I've also, boys, I love that. I've also got another one that I've jumped on. Not so novelty, but just based on our previous episode, we said we hoped and we thought it was going to be a score fest. But in mm. saying that, both teams have elite defense, but I still think they're probably going to get close enough that they can kick field goals. So mine is actually paying. This is just a single standalone bet on uh, sports bet. It's like one of those you know, match special items or whatever it's called. Uh, it's paying $17 for each team to score one touchdown and one field goal and a half. 
So really, like that's only ten points each per half team, or... each half. What's that pay? Seventeen dollars. Oh, yeah, good defenses. Gonna, they're going to stop them from getting in, but they're also good enough offenses. They're going to get in. Exactly. I love where your head's at. Exactly. So I, I can't like I feel like it's going to be a tight game, but like if the game ends twenty twenty and goes to overtime, oh, we're all winners. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I like, I love um, it. And just off the back of what you said, like just a number of field goals kicked would be um, a good little one. Over under on field goals, maybe. Mm-hmm. What we as well. Uh, just to recap, what our thoughts are? We still just to recap because those who obviously listened to our early episode will okay. know they've got they're... purple and orange as their clear as their joint favourites. Sorry on the on the Gatorade. <laughs> At what price? It was three bucks. Yeah, three Orange. bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, handicap betting. The line's still one and a half. Mm-hmm. What are the overs? Over 47. 47 and a half, yeah. So that's, that's what, 24 points each. Quite achievable. Quite achievable. Um, boys, we've won some money. I love it. That's great. Carts, are you still going Chiefs, Mahomes, MVP? Yep. I can't change. I'm going to stay. And Danny, Brock, 49ers. Yeah, I just feel like, you know, give us Brock. McCaffrey might actually take it away from him, which will help you. So I'm, I'm, I'll be happy either way. I think uh, if the 49ers are going to do their thing and the defense actually get ahead in the game, it'll be great. But did you guys see that the, uh, it's funny funny for us, but hopefully it's funny for everyone else, that the 49ers are in their hotel and someone set off a smoke alarm, like a fo- like a false alarm. They all had to evacuate the building at five in the morning. Oh, oh those, those Chiefs fans are playing games. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're burying flags underneath the stadium, yeah, and they're way away from the strip, aren't they? They're like they both are. Yeah, they're on the other side of this lake. I've never way out of town, which is smart. Yeah, but they've got like Disneyland Resort kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, they'd have the whole Incredible. thing. Incredible, sure. Yeah, it's hard to make the NFL Super Bowl. All, all it takes is one bellhop that supports the Chiefs <laughs> and the Forty Nine ers. You fucked. You get woke up every day. Yeah, one chef that's just undercooking the chicken. <laughs> Interesting. I uh, love it, boys. I'm still on the. I think it's going to be a running back heavy game. So whichever team wins, the running backs win the MVP. That's what I'm going with. Uh, but no, I do think teams. I said no, no, but I do. I'm going to say Chiefs for Checo, but just for betting purposes, get on the running backs. I think. Okay. So, uh, enjoy the day, boys. I hope you do. I know Danny Boy's going to struggle to watch it live, but. Um, I'm heading up to Sydney. What are you doing for the day, Maka? What heading are you up to on? Sydney, taking uh, some of the old crew. Uh, from the Any Given Sunday Australia podcast. And we're going on a boat with the NFL Australia. Shout out to NFL Australia. Sweet hat you're wearing there, Danny Boy. Yeah, thank you, NFL Australia, for hooking us up. Me and Karts both. Little, little, uh, I guess, Super Bowl present. (laughs) So, happy Super Bowl. Yeah, but you're going to have an amazing time going up there and uh, floating on a boat in the Sydney Harbour, watching the game, rubbing shoulders. It's going to be a great time. Shattered can't be there, but, uh, you know. Boozing and schmoozing. As long as I make it off the boat, that's the main thing. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> Under your own power. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Not swimming. I did hear, I spoke to uh, Wade, uh, our CEO of Gridiron Australia. He's up in Sydney. He said, I'm not going to leave. But he also said, don't go swimming. There's lots of bull sharks in there okay. <laughs> at the moment. So I'm Good not advice. jumping off the end. No jumping off. No back no. off the top. It'll straight into a mouth and you'll never see me come back. <laughs> uh, enjoy the day, boys. Love yep. your work. And we'll see you on the other side of the Super Bowl. Yeah, have a brilliant some... one, everybody. Hope your team gets the chockies. Let's make some money, money, money. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go in on that. <laughs> See if we Is it stopping?